Becoming a Better Dad podcast, episode number two. Welcome back to episode number two of the Becoming a Better Dad podcast. I'm your host, Andy. And hey, this is Corey. Well, Corey, you know, we kind of decided we're going to talk about discipline on this episode of the podcast and <laughs> a, f- a fun topic indeed it is and you know there's so much stuff that we can talk about and you know obviously we've got as the two of us have young mostly younger kids you know my kid my oldest is, is becoming five here soon and so it's kind of we're we're doing we're coming with at this with an angle of of a younger kids um so definitely if you guys have feedback about this episode uh, or about things that you guys do maybe it's an older younger kids whatever give us a call 575-201-DADS 571-575-201-DADS and uh, just kind of give us your your feedback on how, how you do some discipline yeah I would, I would love to uh, get a discussion going on here um, find out uh, some different perspectives and um, different people's ideas things that have worked things that uh, have blown up and didn't work um, so yeah send us your stories we'd love to hear them now, I guess, Corey, like I said, we've never really, as dads, talked about how we discipline. You know, we, we spend a lot of time together, you and me, but we've right. never we've never really talked about uh, discipline and how we discipline our, our children. Right. And I think it's, it's one of those topics you almost are afraid to approach with people because everybody has such different styles. It is. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say off, off the, off, you know, without going into too much detail right now, but, you know, I, I don't think that there's an issue with with spanking, you know, I think I think that I mean there there can be if it's abused, but if, if it's used right, it's definitely something that can be. It, it needs to be taken. You know, kids need to have that respect. I mean, I'm not saying you you don't want to do it as a out of anger. Definitely, you know, you want to. And I I guess for me, this is kind of confession time for me. I find myself sometimes doing that. Like I, I you know I I would say at least one of our rules with spanking is whether it's not really I guess a rule like. We usually don't have this rule like written down. Hey, you know, but you know, I guess it's a rule for us that you know we don't want to just spank out of anger. We don't spank out of anger. We don't. We have to give them warning too. You know, like you know, Micah, you're gonna get a spanking if you continue to do that. Right, and it's that forewarning that hey, this is going to happen, um, and that that's that's a big deal. And you know, I'll I'll say too. You know, we we spank. Our oldest, you know, and our youngest is just getting to the point where, um, you know, he's he's fourteen months and uh, getting to the point where he's getting naughty and getting into things. <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's the same same thing for us too. You know, as far as like the spanking, because obviously we don't spank our youngest daughter because she's got no concept of, of right, how to right. <laughs> do that. But you know, we definitely we we tell her, you know, Reagan, no, you can't do that, and kind of be firm with her. So I mean, obviously, she doesn't probably necessarily understand that quite yet you know obviously right. but she she can get the idea that we're, we're being firm and to do that now uh other ways that we can we can do discipline Corey. how, well, how I'll, I'll, a quick story um i remember because it wasn't it was just not too long ago that um the first time i had to spank my youngest you know he was he was doing something and we told him no and he looked at us and continued to do it like that defiant look that you get <laughs> yeah. um and um so we told him, you know, Lucas, stop or you will get spanked. And he continued to. And so when I picked him up and just gave him a swat on his butt, just really light. And he had a diaper on, but he looked at me. His eyes got so big and he started to cry. And uh, as a father, my heart broke because, 
you know, there's my son, but you know, it was the discipline, the, the, you know, letting them know that you mean what you say. And, um, even though <laughs> as our parents always told us, it hurts us more than it hurts them. And as a parent, and, as, as a kid, you don't really believe yeah, that. I, I absolutely did not believe that there was no way. Um, but yeah, um, other forms, some, something that, um, we found works really well with our oldest, uh, all we have to do most of the time is count. You know, we'll say, Elijah, I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. And like before we get to three, he'll run to do whatever we're telling him to do because uh, he knows that we mean it. Does Do you think that he knows what is there a consequence with that? Or is it for him just you're counting and if you get to three, he's in trouble? Like Does, does he associate that with a, a consequence? Yeah, I, I think he, he does. He associates that with the consequence, whether it's sitting in time out or um, having to go to his room or getting a spanking or whatever it is. Um, he knows that if we get to three, it's, it's serious and it's um, he's going to get punished for it. And I guess going back to the, the idea of spanking and things like that, I, I find myself, especially when I'm, I'm frustrated. Like if I come home from work I, and I'm, I'm had a bad day or, or, you know, the boys are just, talking, 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 talking when I get home and it's like, all right, I just need a minute. Like I find myself kind of getting angry where I just don't, I kind of spout off and, and get really frustrated really quick. And so that's as especially really helpful, you know, that, that I've got a wife that they can, if she sees me get frustrated and she has before, you know, like she'll tell me, you know, that's Andy, that's not, you know, you should have waited a little bit or you should have given him a little bit more of a warning. And, and that's, you know, just as confession time. And this is, you know, my hope is in this, this podcast too, is that, that you guys and me and you, Corey, can become kind of accountability partners too with the way that we, you know, just being open and sharing with the way our trying to become better dads because we're trying to journey and become a better dad. And so, right. And when, when we're spouting off at our kids out of our frustrations that we bring home from work, we're definitely not accomplishing that goal. No. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I'm, I really appreciate my wife being here for and having you being able to say, you know, Hey, that's not, you know, we're, we're on the same page, but you know, with our discipline and that's, it's a huge thing. And like, you know, we've been married for six years and you guys have been married for almost six years. And so now did you guys sit down and kind of like when you had your, your first child, when you had Elijah or did you sit down and kind of decide what you were going to become on the, on, on discipline? Did you guys do that? We we had some conversations and um, it's it's ongoing conversations. I mean, we still will talk. You know, I, I think it's better if we do this with the boys. I think it's better if we go in this direction or that direction. And um, you know, we'll we'll have those conversations every once in a while. Um, to where, hey, we need you know you need to calm down a little bit. You know, don't yell so much, or you know, you need to be a little more serious. You need to, you know, she'll tell me sometimes. You know, you need to discipline them or whatever. Um, because it is easy, you know, being gone all day, you know, sometimes I just want to come home and be fun. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, when you have to come home and, you know, discipline, uh, the kids, it's, it's difficult because, because I haven't seen them all day and I want to have fun. And, um, I know, you know, some days she's pretty frustrated because they haven't been (laughs) the little angels that they are. (laughs) (laughs) We are, me and my wife were, camping this week and we did a family camping with our, our church and we were going, me and some of the guys were on a walk and we were discussing just in general parenting and we were discussing how, you know, we think it'd be really frustrating as a single parent to 
not have that person to fall back on. Definitely. Like, you know, like you come home and you have your wife that you mm-hmm. can go ahead and, and re- do, you know, count on to, you know, do that. Or you come home and you can kind of take care of the kids and, and do the discipline and things like that. But that must be really frustrating as a, as a single parent. And so, you know, if, if you're a single dad out there uh, or, you know, if you, if you are a single mom and you're listening to us and that that's great, we'd love to hear you guys' feedback on, on the area of discipline too. Cause since we don't have experience on that, so five, seven, five, two Oh one dads or shoot us an email. You can find all that information on our website, becoming a better dad podcast, or I'm sorry, better dad com. Now getting back to the issue of discipline now, you know, obviously we don't have older kids now, but you know, thinking back on my experience growing up, you know, how my parents disciplined me and, you know, one of the things that obviously I got timeouts, um, even as an older kid, I got like, I got groundings and, and kind of timeouts. I mean, obviously not when I was in high school, I didn't get a timeout necessarily, but <laughs> I, I did have things that were taken away from me, you know, and I did have quite a temper growing up. And that's something that, I mean, you, you know that cause you've known me for quite a while, but yeah, you know, I, I think that, you know, I will, if I would break anything, I'd always have to buy it and, and replace it and things like that. And honestly, quite honestly, that's one of the things that stopped my anger. And, you know, I looking back on it now, I thank my dad for this, <laughs> but I was angry one time and he was, you know, dragging me out of the house cause he wanted to get me out of the house. And we had a pretty flimsy screen door on the front door. It's probably, I don't know, maybe a $75, $100 screen door. And I kicked through it and broke it. And at the time, I didn't think it was fair, but we went to to the the hardware store, and he made me get a new screen door with my own money. And I was in high school at this time, I think. And um, the screen door that he made me buy was, I think, a two hundred and fifty dollar or three hundred dollar screen door. It was ridiculously expensive, and I didn't think that was really fair at the time. But you know what? Now looking back on that, that was the turning point in my life where I wasn't. I didn't have that anger issue anymore because I realized that there was serious consequences and it's seriously money that I'm going to have to spend on it. And right. And this is not cool. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, thinking back to how my parents uh, would discipline us, um, they did, they, they used a lot of the grounding, um, the taking away privileges and things like that. Um, and fortunately I was, I was the second child so I was able to learn from the mistakes of my older brother. <laughs> and um, that was that was beneficial to me because um, I, w- I would see him get in trouble for something and um, make a mental note, don't do that. <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to have to, you know, go through that. Um, and so uh, I, I benefited from that experience. You know, his... his <laughs> His misfortune was my your fortune. guidance. <laughs> now, looking back on that as the ways that your parents had treated you and did discipline with you, obviously there's things that you probably took and said, hey, I'm not going to do that or do that. Is there things that you've changed in your parenting now that your parents did that you you decided not to do or do because of your parents? Um, Some. I think, I think a lot of the things that I do are fairly similar to what my parents um do and did um and with with my family it's very unique i mean we i have four siblings that are um i mean i I have a total of six siblings but four of my siblings are more than 10 years younger than me um and are still living at home right they are my 
um, my youngest brother is um, eight years old, I believe. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's a totally different world. You know, my mom had two different um, parenting and discipline styles. You know, I got to see her being a, being a parent. I got to be removed from that. You know, as a teenager, I got to see her parenting young children. Um, and so for me, that was, that was beneficial in that, you know, I saw that and was old enough to understand and then apply that, um, when I had kids. Yeah. And I would say for me, I, I do a lot of the same things, you know, my parents believed in the spanking and disciplines and, you know, like one of the things that I, I guess as, as, and I don't, I, this is something that I hope, you know, cause I see my, my kids kind of being pushing the limits too. And um, one of the things that I have trouble with is, is sticking with it. You know, like I'll say, Mike, I don't do that. Or, you know, I'll give him something and, you know, say, you know, don't do that for whatever reason it may be. And I'm finding myself being not good at sticking with it. Like I say it and then I don't make him or I just like, Micah, come on, don't do that. And so for me, it's, you know, and, and this is something that, again, my wife is here to point things out to me when, you know, when we're in the middle of discipline is is she'll she reminds me that I need to stick with it. If I tell him no, make sure I make him not to do it. And and a good thing is, and I have this is something I have trouble with too. And I'm trying to I'm trying to change this. And so hopefully you know I can report back later to you guys that this has changed. But a lot of times I'll just tell him no, and I don't have a really good reason, or I don't tell him why. Right. So for me, it's like Mike, I don't do that, and it's just because it's bothering me, or you know something that I don't you know. There's no real good reason for me to tell him that he shouldn't be doing whatever he's doing you know it's not going to hurt him and it's not like it goes against what you know i just didn't want him to do there's no real good reason for it and so for me i just either say something like that or i don't stick with if it is something that he shouldn't be doing i don't necessarily push it i kind of sometimes let her do the disciplining and do the hardcore disciplining stuff and and they they seem to respect her more and and, you know sometimes she has to be more firm with them but you know she's with them all day. She's a stay-at-home mom, and you know I'm I'm really thankful that she's able to do that. Mm-hmm. But you know she's able to to you know they respect her because they're with her all day, so they respect her as far as her discipline. Right, and I, I will say that that is something that um, you know in working with teenagers, I have heard a lot of them say, you know, my mom was the disciplinarian. My mom was the one that punished me, but I have a better relationship with her. Or, you know, my dad was the one that punished me, but I always knew he loved me, you know, and it's that correlation there that, you know, the respect and the, you know, the the feeling of being guarded and protected um, that comes along with the being disciplined. Well, you know, obviously they're in in the moment, they don't like it and, you know, we don't like doing it. But um, in the end, um, I, I... I do believe that our kids respect us more if we do discipline them than if we would just say, Hey, do whatever you want. Or, or yeah, definitely. You know, cause they're obviously, especially when they're younger, you don't, they don't realize the, the need for discipline a lot of times because, you know, with young kids, they just see you as don't do this, don't do this, a bunch of rules. Mm-hmm. But, you know, especially when you get older and, Looking back now, you know, I've even apologized to my mom for being so mean to her <laughs> because, you know, now that I have kids, I see she was just doing what she needed to do and she knew it was best. And for me, that was a lot of times I didn't, I didn't see that and I was really mean to her. You know, I had a way of, she would, and this is, I, I don't know if this is a 
mistake on her part. You know, I, I don't know. And mom, if you're listening to this, I, you know, I'm apologizing, you know, for doing this too. But, you know, a lot of times she would, she would punish me or she, I don't want to say threaten me with something, but like, you know, Andy, if you continue to do that, you're going to have this consequence. And I, me being the rebel, I would just push and push and push until she did it. And then I would get really mad at her and throw off, you know, go off the cuff and, and do something violent or something like that. And then she would punish me or, you know, threaten me more and then punish me. And then it got worse because I would test her and then keep testing her and she would keep punishing and I would test her. And so I guess I'm trying to figure out as a parent, hopefully that, that you know, I'm hoping as my kids get older that, and, and even now that sometimes they do, they do that. They, you know, kind of push me. So I'm trying to figure out a good way to, not do that where you know it's it's not a not engage in that cycle yeah of, where it's not like a threaten and then assign the punishment and then threaten and then assign a punishment you know because mm-hmm. i obviously and, and i know that my son micah is the same has the same kind of a push 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 you know because he, he is <laughs> and great kids you know i love my i love my kids you know i wouldn't be trying to become a better dad if i didn't love, love them <laughs> right but you know he is that same kind of where he well, actually, both of them, you know, both my sons do that. You know, it's kind of a push, push, push because they know they can get away with it. And maybe that starts here now where I'm saying I'm not, you know, I don't necessarily right away assign the the punishment for it or, or you know, where I back off sometimes because they, you know, I, I don't be as assertive as I need to be. Right. And I, I do think it helps with that when we explain why we're doing what we're doing. You know, if we say... You know, Elijah, don't do that because you're going to hurt yourself. Or Elijah, don't do that. Um, Mommy has a headache. You know, it's, you know, you're being loud and mommy has a headache. We need to be quiet instead of just no, stop, no, stop, no, stop. You know, it's, it's the explanation that then, you know, helps them understand instead of just hearing no, no, no. And another thing too that I'm, this, I, I, you know, thank goodness for my wife because she's taught me a lot that I know about discipline, and I really thank her for for that. But you know, something she's taught me too is you can't just say don't do this, or even don't do this because you have to a lot of times guide them, especially with younger kids, as an alternative. Like you know, if you're not supposed to be jumping on the couch, hey, why don't you come down here on the floor and we'll play this together or you know let's go outside and get your energy out you know things like that instead of just don't jump on the couch right give give an alternative activity yeah um, instead of the one that you don't want them to do and that helps them see too you know not necessarily why you don't want them to do it i mean i I think it's a good idea to it's a very good idea to explain to them you know why they shouldn't be doing it but then follow that up by a instead of that you do this because it gives them you know especially you know five and three and five year olds they can't really you know, they just want to jump on the couch, <laughs> right? It's fun. It bounces. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. I want to jump on the couch someday. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, for them, they'd have no way to, you know, okay, so you're telling me no, don't do this, but what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm a kid for crying out loud. And sometimes I forget that, that my kids are kids, right? Sometimes I want to treat them like little adults and, uh, we got to remember that they're, uh, that they're not, yeah, and, and you know, Corey. Now, how else did you guys? What are some of the styles that you guys use for for discipline? Uh, we use we use timeouts. Um, Elijah really doesn't like sitting, <laughs> and so <laughs> um, we use timeouts. Uh, and um, 
we we redirect a lot. We um I do. I think my wife is really good at that at redirecting. Um I think sometimes um sometimes I do I do forget that they're just kids and I try to you know, use more advanced reasoning skills and more like <laughs> talk to them like they're an adult, and it's like, okay, wait a second, <laughs> this is this is a three-year-old and a one-year-old. You know, we gotta gotta take it down a couple notches. Well, I, I find the same thing too. You know, I find myself remembering that Eli's a young kid, but not necessarily remembering Micah is. And you know, they're only a year, you know twenty-two months apart, and there's not really much difference as far as age goes. You know, yeah, Micah's a little bit older and he's learning, especially now he's in, in preschool. Yeah. He, he's learning a lot of new new things. And so he's, you know, I, I kind of almost see that as him being older. And so for me, I kind of forget sometimes that they're the same age. Right. And we're close. And even with, even with teenagers, I mean, those of you dads out there that have teenagers, you know, we gotta, gotta remember that, you know, even as teenagers, they're, they're processing and they're, real their mental processing abilities still are not quite you know fully developed to where an adult is and we got to remember that and we got to you know take take those things into account with the way that we approach and the way that we um talk to our children definitely and and there you know as i guess one of the things that i'm trying to to bring up uh, you know with my kids is i'm trying to i'm trying to become their dad and their friend because i know that as as you know high school came around for me i was i was pretty close with my dad you know that i don't think that happens a whole lot but i was really close with my dad as as far as friends you know being a friend him being my friend and a mentor and and things like that to me and but i you know so i'm trying to set that up now and i'm trying to make it so that you know my kids respect me but they also know that i'm can be their friend too and hopefully i can continue that in through to their teenage years and and forever right and i i I think that respect comes with you know, that, that friendship comes with the respect, um, you know, cause you're not, you're not going to care about somebody you don't respect. And, um, as we said earlier, you know, the respect comes from the discipline and, you know, we're, we're just trying, you know, obviously as dads, we're, we've got dads of young kids. And so we're, we're learning a whole lot of this, as far as being, being better dads to our kids and discipline. Now, you know, we're learning a lot of this stuff as we're going along, you know, we've got experience with young kids and we've got experiences are as being the discipline E or discipline, you know, as you know, cause we've all been in our teenage years and upper, you know, middle school like that at some point. So, you know, we we're relying also on, on our community of, of better dad listener podcast listeners to, to, you know, share with us their experiences too. And, and if, if you, if you have, um, stories or, you know, experiences or even advice, you know, things that you found work, uh, give us a call, um, 575-201-DADS or yeah, dads. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and just leave us a message or send us an email feedback Um, at at betterdadpodcast.com. Yeah. And cause we, we would love to hear, uh, some things that have worked, some things that haven't worked, uh, things for older kids, you know, cause we're not there yet. we we were we were on the receiving end, um, but we only experienced um, a, a small portion, and so yeah, definitely give us give us a call, or shoot us an email, and uh, we we did receive an email, a voicemail this last week, and uh, so let's go ahead and listen to that. Hey, I just heard your first show. Sounds good. Look forward to uh, 
seeing what else you guys can produce. Take care. We want to thank you guys for, for putting in that feedback. And um, again, the number for feedback is 575-201-DADS and, uh, or an email at feedback at betterdadpodcast.com. And again, that number is 575-201-3237. If, if you guys have, have any ideas as far as the topics that you want to hear to in this podcast, um, be in touch with us and um, yeah, send us an email or um, I think we're on Facebook. Send, send us a message on Facebook. We're on Facebook and we're on Twitter and you guys can find both of those at uh, our, our website. And again, that's betterdadpodcast.com. Until next time, we want to remind you guys that this is a bi-weekly show and the shows come out the first and third Monday of every month. So uh, until next time, uh, be a, try to become a better dad and uh, share your stories with us. All right. We will see you guys later and uh, good luck on your venture towards um, becoming a better dad.